get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Greg Amzinger, MLB Network, native of St. Louis, product of the Lindenwood University, standing by on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. And Greg has watched a lot of sports over the years and knows, Michelle, that sometimes just by being around greatness and watching greatness, you can be motivated. And Greg, for that reason, Michelle and I have requested recliners here in the studio (laughs) to do our show because you motivated us that you can do a great show in a recliner. You know, why do I have to be different than everyone else? I don't understand. I mean, first off, <clears throat> let me just tell you, me being on the air right now is a testament to how much I love the two of you. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> because I am watching myself on TV. I just went to bed four hours ago. Um, yeah, it's amazing. The fact that the human brain can still function with this little sleep is uh, is just a testament to humanity. So um, <laughs> I, I <laughs> this is, uh, uh, look, people have always, you know, they, they listen to people on the radio, they listen to, uh, they watch people on TV, and they're like, man, is that guy drunk? People might be watching this going, is, is Amsinger okay? <laughs> well, Amsinger is really tired and, and completely candid, but I love the two of you, I'm just happy to be on the radio with you right now. Greg, you're just a gamer. That's what you are, and we appreciate you <laughs> for that. Uh, but you must be tired because I know you. You've been locked into every single game, and what a fun two days it's been, wall-to-wall postseason baseball action. What have you thought of expanded playoffs, and do you think it's something baseball might continue with? Uh, you know, I, I think a lot of the rules that have been implemented this year, Michelle, are, are going to be here to stay. Um, the union has to be on board for this. Um, more opportunity to make money. Uh, TV packages are going to go up in terms of renegotiations for playoff baseball. So more money, it's a bigger slice of pizza for the players. I just don't see why it would be against it. And um, you know, look, there are a couple issues that I have with it. I, I, I'm not a big fan to me. This automatically means if you have this many teams, it automatically means you're going to have a team with a losing record win the World Series. It might not happen for 10 years, but it might happen for 20 years. But it is inevitable that you'll see a team win the World Series. We might have it this year. The Houston Astros look like they woke up. Harold made a really good point. I don't know what you guys think about this, but I was like, why do the Astros hitters look like the Astros hitters from 2019? Hmm. Yet they all looked lost during the regular season. And he goes... Well, think about it. They're up there going, they're not going to hit me now. Playoffs. I'm like, you really think they were worried about getting drilled every single time they hit? He's like, absolutely. So then I'm thinking to myself, okay, well, maybe the Astros, if that's the case, they're the team to beat. But then I'm thinking, wait a minute. 
Could you imagine if the Astros play the Yankees in the ALCS? Eventually, they're going to get hit. At some point, they're going to get hit. Yeah, they are. That thought would come back in their head. The Cardinals score those four in the first against San Diego, and the Cardinals now uh, 19-9 and when they score first, which isn't a dramatic. That's pretty much league average, not a huge advantage for them. But, Greg, I didn't feel like that game was in danger, even when the Padres got within two. I never felt like that game was in danger for the Cardinals. How did you feel about that game? Uh, I 100% agree with you. Um, one of the reasons why the Padres have been my favorite team to watch this year is because they had swagger, excitement. They kind of knew they were better than everyone else. And they, to me, that's like a couple of years ahead of schedule based on how young some of their players are. Um, and the, the Clevenger and Lamette injuries, those guys not being on this series roster, to me, they looked deflated. I, I felt like they knew Paddock was not a game one guy. They wouldn't have it. To me, it was all over Fernando Tatis' face. Um, you're right. That game did not feel like it was close. I will say this. If there was one storyline that came from it, the Cardinals have a closer. Alex Reyes is going to be in that role for the rest of the postseason. He looked electric, man. And that at bat against Fernando Tatis, 100-101-101. I'm sold. This kid, you know something? His brother works with me. Really? Alex Reyes's brother works with me. He works in our edits, and he comes up to me and he's like, "Hey, uh, uh, Mr. Amstinger, um, here you're a big Cardinal fan." I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "My brother's Alex Reyes." I hug him immediately. <laughs> I didn't even think about it. And all these COVID regulations, like I could have got in trouble. You know, thank God I was wearing a mask. But yeah, he's like, "My brother's he's dialed in right now." I go, "Your brother's going to be the Cardinal savior in this playoffs." <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I work with Alex Reyes' brother, and I think he is a huge difference maker. At least that's what he looked like in that game one. He was awesome. Greg, another guy who has been a difference maker for the Cardinals for many, many years now, Yadier Molina. He continues to prove his worth and his value to this team. Do you think the Cardinals need to bring him back next year? Yeah, I mean, I think there are certain guys, you know, that that they're so great, they they make that call. Like for MLB Network, for example. Bob Costas works as long as Bob Costas wants to work. He'll let us know if he's coming back. <laughs> <You> know, <okay? laughs> I, I, <laughs> that should be the case for Yadier Molina. I mean, I know at 37, 38 years old, he's in the best shape ever. He's skinny. Because I think he knows he has to, you know, do something different if he wants to be able to squat behind on plate in a normal non-COVID year over 140 times. He is a legend. But to play that position that many times, that many seasons, and become an offensive weapon. He is the catching version of Ozzie Smith. It is an incredible testament to how hard he's worked. Ozzie was all glove, no bat. Yachty, all glove, no bat. Worked at it, worked at it, and has had years where he's been a terrific offensive player. This year, he's been a good offensive player. He had a terrific game in game one. And is there anyone else right now? It's a game's on the line in that Cardinal lineup. Paul Goldschmidt's awesome. Totally get it. I'll put my money on Yachty. I would rather have Yachty or Molina. He had a flare hit to right field, which you've seen him do so many times throughout his career. There's just a feel for it. He's not one of these dead brain pull and trying to hit a home run on a one-two pitch. He's not that. And that's what's so refreshing to watch. I think Yachty or Molina plays in a Cardinal uniform as long as he wants to. 
Greg Amzinger at MLB Network has a huge panel of screens with every game that's available. Aside from the Cardinal game, what series are your eyes gravitating to the most here in the first two days? White Sox A's. Because I love both of these teams. And I'm going to be sad to see one of them go. Uh, Chris Bassett is a really good pitcher. What he did uh, yesterday against a really good White Sox team that was feeling good um, was, was outstanding. doesn't throw out of the 93, but he's got all arms and legs coming at you. He kind of throws like Kevin Apier did for the uh, mm-hmm. uh, Kansas City Royals back in the day. Uh, the Oakland A's have a mojo. I've always loved the way they play. They're the best bullpen in the sport. So if they advance to this every single day format, in the LDS, LDS, when you don't have a day off, heavy advantage Oakland A's. I mean, they're the team. I really think as good as the White Sox are, the Houston Astros are rooting for the White Sox. They don't want to play the Oakland A's. They had a heavy dose of them during the regular season, and they know they're nasty. Um, if Grossman, Simeon, and Olsen can give them any production like they did in Game 2, they're a hard team to beat. In Game 1, those three guys, batting second, third, and fourth in the Oakland A's lineup, we're 0 for 12 with six strikeouts. Well, that can't happen. You're going to beat the Oakland A's if that happens. I think this today will be the that's the game I'm watching the most. White Sox A's because both of them, if they advance, are that dark horse team that can win the World Series. Hey, Greg, one last thing. It's amazing to go through these lineups, and Marcelo Zuna hit third yesterday for the Braves. Uh, Randall Gritchick was hitting fifth. You had Randy yeah. Rosarena hitting second. You've got Luke Voigt in the middle of the Yankees lineup. It's amazing how many good Cardinal hitters, especially with the Cardinals not having a good offense, are spread throughout Major League Baseball's winning teams. Yeah, it, it brought back like flashbacks to Terry Pendleton. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know? Like I, and Terry Pendleton was a good player, but then he went to the Atlanta Braves and became an MVP. And I was like, wait a minute, what, why wasn't this the case when you were with the Cardinals? Um, but yeah, there are certain guys. The Rosarena, uh, that to me, it's unfortunate the whole video thing with Mike Schild happened because that kid would be. I mean, do the Cardinals need a player like that? The Cardinals need a player that is so talented. This young Cuban star. And, as much as I love watching Harrison Bader play in center field, 0 for 5, 5 strikeouts doesn't cut it. Cardinals have been thin in the outfield, and you just named a couple guys that could have easily been in the Cardinals outfield this year. So that's three guys. That's a starting outfield would be considered one of the better outfields in the National League. Yeah. So it's unfortunate that certain things like that worked out. The Luke Voigt deal really stings. Um, because, wow, what a good kid and a St. Louisan. And I always kind of angle for that. I always root for those guys from the area. But, um, look, a feather in the cap, John Mozeliak and his group of scouts and evaluators that even the guys they trade away turn out to be good. Even though it's bad, do you have a certain level of appreciation for the platinum sombrero? <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you can still be so confident, and I'm a huge like uh, you know me, I love confidence and I love hair. So <laughs> that you're so confident that every single time you move, that hat is flying off your head, show off your amazing head of hair like Harrison Bader, and you can still in ninth inning make a sick catch and feel good about it. So Harrison Bader it doesn't matter. Like the thing that's frustrating with him, he, if he if he just made more contact, I feel like he'd be a star. He's, yeah, yep. I get it. He's, he's yoked. And when he hit the home run earlier, um, he can go in the, or a couple days ago, he can go in the third deck, Big Mac land. But they don't really need that. If he just gets on base, he's, 
he's a menace. So hopefully he figures it out. I'm rooting for him. But yeah, the, the platinum sombrero. I don't know how. I don't know how you sleep at night. But <laughs> may, maybe if you only sleep four hours, you're so exhausted that you sleep easily. <laughs> One last thing before we let you get back to bed. Uh, Cardinals and Padres today. Wayno and Davies. Do you like the Cardinals closing it out here? Or do you think San Diego bounces back? It's going to be tough to beat this kid, uh, Kyle Davies. Uh, I like the way he pitches. Zach Davies, I'm sorry, Zach Davies. Yeah, Zach Davies, yeah, Zach Davies. Uh, He's a guy that is, to me, the typical pitcher that frustrates the Cardinals in the postseason. Doesn't throw hard, mixes and matches, hits his spots, doesn't walk anyone. You know, I just, I'm having a morning of flashbacks apparently, but, you know, when the Cardinals could not handle Barry Zito in a postseason series. Mm -hmm. These guys that, you know, Tom Glavins, these soft tossing pitchers who just know how to pitch. Those are the guys the Cardinals historically have had issues with. Um, but the guys that try like Chris Paddock that wants to throw 98 by you, they're out into the third inning. So I, I, I would be surprised as great as Wayne has been. If there isn't a game three, but if there is a game three, with Jack Flaherty, I'm still giving the advantage Cardinals in this series without the two best pitchers on the Padres being available. You are the best. Thanks so much for getting up and uh, joining us. We love you, too. So uh, we, we appreciate it, man. Now I'm awake, so I'm, I might as well go to Starbucks. <laughs> That'll wake you up. Hey, we, we st- we're starting a thing today called uh, 75 Hard. Michelle and I are doing two 45-minute workouts a day, one of them outside. She's giving up coffee. We're uh, doing a diet. We're reading 10 pages of a self-improvement book <laughs> and then taking a selfie at the end of the day. And a day. gallon of water. And a gal- drinking a gallon of water. And no day. booze. Well, it's good terrible. For you, good for you. That sounds awful. That sounds like a nightmare to me. Like, I would need to wake up from that. Holy smokes. Good for you. That is, maybe you'll inspire me to do the same. But I, I really want to put a lot of emphasis on the word maybe. <laughs> All right. Have a great one. We'll be watching. Thank you. All right. Take care, guys. See you.